Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 271. I am your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guest is none other than the coach, the motivational speaker, Natalie E, coming into the doors. I'm very excited to have her on. We've been waiting for this episode for quite some time because we've been going back and forth with this young lady. So it's so exciting to have her a part of the actual podcast lineup now. So go check out all of her links that is uh, located in the bio she will help you out with anything uh you know motivational coaching it's it's really great what she does um she's someone who's very open and personable so i encourage you guys again go check her out if you're interested after hearing this podcast go check out all of her links uh let's go into a little bit of our podcast stuff you can hear every episode of finding arizona podcast at our website findingarizonapodcast.com we make it easy for you guys to connect with us we do make it that easy so all of our names are under finding arizona podcast that's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You guys let us know who you want in next. We will try and set it up as fast as we can. But, you know, in the meantime, we hope that you enjoy every episode that comes through your podcast feed. Um, I have a lot on my mind. There's a lot going on. But most importantly, um, I would like to introduce all of you again to um, my co host my newborn son, Atlas. I love him very much. It's been a wild couple of weeks just having him a part of the household. So I just really appreciate everything I'm learning from him on top of everything else. Uh, we hope that you guys understand, you know, it's it's new parent mode. We are, you know, a little bit behind on some things. Uh, we're, fall, you know, that's just kind of how parenthood comes. You, you, you lose track of some things, but we hope that you guys understand that new parenthood is not, uh, it's not, it's not going to deter away from the podcast format. So we we're hoping to have every episode available for you every Saturday at 12 p.m. Uh, next up, if you want to become a super fan, you can go do so. Patreon.com slash Finding Arizona Podcast. There you'll sign up for one of the tiers and you will receive bonus podcasts or bonus content in return. There is a bonus podcast called Fine Examination located within that folder and it is just available only for Patreon.com slash Finding Arizona Podcast fans. That concludes the little businessy part, but now's my favorite time of the intro. It is the community corkboard. Uh, there's not a lot going on just because there's so many um, cases in Arizona. So all I, I have to say is just stay home, stay healthy, you know, try and keep yourselves um, isolated and, and put a face mask on. Um, all of it helps. Every single bit of it helps. And take it from me from someone who had it, um, whose family's had it, uh, whose entire tribe is losing a lot of people who have incredible stories that we didn't get a chance to hear or didn't get a chance to understand. It is without a doubt a hard time for all of us, but we hope that you guys can stay inside with us, um, enjoy these podcasts. Um, also, if you're supporting, we, we encourage that. Go to the websites of every single one of our guests. They are local. They need your help. Um, I just, I really, I'm trying my best to keep my head afloat my family afloat and these incredible entrepreneurs afloat with what we have here. So all that said, please be safe. You know, enjoy your weekend. Uh, I hope to catch you on the next episode. Stay safe. Love you guys. See you on the next one.
Okay, let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to the Finding Arizona podcast. I am your host, Jose. Thank you so much for coming back and joining us. And we're starting off strong, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Brittany with with uh, joining us here today, eight months pregnant, nine months, almost. Almost nine. Almost nine. Ooh. Yeah, we're coming down to the finish line. But joining us today is a very special guest, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to let her introduce herself and just kind of who she is, but I just want to say she is a podcast host, so this one episode is going to be a very fun one. Aww, I I love it. I'm already having fun, and we, we <laughs> just turned on the microphone, so Yay. I'm excited to see what comes what comes of our time and space together. Awesome. Hi. Hi. Natalie Emka. Yes, I was going to ask you before <laughs> turning on the mics how to say the last name one more time, but thank you for telling us. The H is silent, Emka. so it's okay. just Emka. Okay, nice. Awesome. And then you are the podcast host for the next Conscious Leader podcast. Correct. Correct? Yes. Awesome. And you are also a CEO of With Love Communications. With Heart Communications. With Heart Communications. Yes. Sorry. That's okay. No worries. Um, The next Conscious Leader podcast is actually our second uh, season of the podcast. It started out originally as the World Changer podcast. And now it's the next Conscious Leader podcast. It went awesome. through it went through an upgrade in September, Sweet. and now she relaunched in October. Awesome! So yeah, that's the one that we're that we're promoting these days. Sweet. Okay. But I've been podcasting now for about a year. I love that, and that is something that you know you're developing as another skill mm-hmm. of also coaching. On top of that, being your many hats that you wear these days. Yes, I'm a coach trainer and i have 15 years under my belt as a professional public speaker motivational speaker yeah as well so a I, lot. Do, <laughs> I do some of that yeah do a little bit of everything a little bit of that and uh you know what the great thing is about our little world our little slice of phoenix here is that it's very small if you really do your networking right and you you know go to the right places and the right events and stuff like that the world's a small place here in Phoenix, and we we come across one another, especially podcasters too, because I feel like there's a few selected of us, and we always we always open our mouth about it at least. <laughs> and uh, so I've heard about you. I think we've we've even met before. Yes, so actually, several across. times now over yeah. the past year, we keep yeah. bumping into each other. Yes, and so that's one of the great thing about about what we do here, and. I just kind of want to get into that with you because a lot of what you do is energies. A lot of what you do is kind of a universe listening and honing in on that. And I never, you know, we never came, we come across each other in our paths, but it was by more of a, not a count, a chance encounter. It's more of a flow that kind of led us here today. It was more of a back and forth and meeting one another back and forth. So that was that's something very interesting. But not only that, the, our small world is coming across one another mm-hmm. again and again. So let's start off by asking you how you feel about that kind of stuff and how you came across this stuff in your journey to where you are right now. Mm. 
I love it. I I trust the timing on everything. Yeah. You know, my my people hear me say that a lot. I do. I trust the timing. I trust the unfolding. Mm-hmm. And I trust that we're sitting here at the perfect time, exactly <laughs> when we're supposed to be. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really started studying all of this energy and human behavior and even spirituality a little over 10 years ago now. It's when I found my first teacher of this type of work. But I started doing... I really, I, I actually kind of grew up on a stage. Uh, I, t- I took the stage for the first time when I was in sixth grade. And that's when I started doing speech and debate. And that's when I really started studying audiences and people and what moved somebody. I didn't know that that was like the precursor to my energy training, but yeah. it really was. You know, I was studying the flow and the movement and timing and impact, really. You know, yeah. the impact that we have on each other. Yes, I was seeing it, you know, from a certain viewpoint, but I was really studying what and how we communicate with each other and what impact we have on each other as humans. It's really powerful when you tune into it. What was your first experience like? Because I feel like with anything that we do, we always kind of remember or remember a specific story, whether that's your first time or the most prevalent time experiencing something. Yeah, what was that like for you? Well, my very first speech and debate tournament, it was a it was a bomb. It was the <laughs> probably the worst the worst performance of my life because it was it was performances. Yeah. And I remember I we I bombed. We bombed. It was a, a partner and I. We were doing an event together. And I remember sitting in, I will never forget this. I was sitting in the audience watching the award ceremony and seeing how like people had won the events yeah. for speech and debate. And again, I'm so young at this point, but I remember sitting there and watching it all unfold in front of me. Cause I hadn't taken it very seriously, whatever I was doing for that event. It was like an elective class and I just had started, you know, yeah, it stuck my toe in. I just started. And I remember sitting there watching everybody take it so seriously and people were winning and people were, you know, um, finalists for the events. And I remember yeah. thinking, I'm going to get good at this. I want to, I want to know more about this. And I did. I really, I made it my, my work okay. uh, through middle school, through high school. I participated in speech tournaments. I, I went to speech camp. I decided to get really good at communication all the way around. Even in the summer, I was that girl who went to speech camp. Um, and I ended up participating in speech and debate all throughout high school I even did some outside speaking competitions. Nice. Spoke at high school graduation, and then I was recruited to join ASU speech team out of college. So, really, have been doing this a little, little bit, but I for, for, for a little bit of time. <laughs> I started professionally speaking though at the age of twenty. Wow! And so, like through all of this, like go back and forth, like debate, like whether it's debate or through speech mm-hmm. or anything like that, you're like basically sharpening and honing this you know skill i i just kind of imagine what was what was the toughest part or what is the hardest part about going through this you know kind of like seemingly passion that you're that you have Mm -hmm. because you know it's not an everyday thing it's not an every encounter of like meeting someone who whole life has a little bit of like (laughs) doing skits or performances or speeches in front of an audience of more than 10 people. 
Well, it's I would say the hardest part actually has been unlearning now as an adult. A lot of the things I did learn as a kid. Yeah. Because when I was younger and it was about the actual speech and performance, it was everything was tallied. All the points were tallied. Everything you did, yeah. you know, was tabulated and calculated for awards. There was and an then, end goal. Absolutely. And then when I got into the professional world, I and and speaking, you know, more for motivation, it was it was very different. I actually had to unlearn a lot of the, you know, the performance, the performancey stuff and yeah. learn to really tune into the people and tune into what that audience was bringing in that moment. And I, I actually started to pay attention. I, I would say the same words yeah. on stages all across the country and every and yet every speech was different because every audience was different. So I was saying the same things and I was bringing the same story and the same topic, but every presentation was different because the audience was bringing a different energy, whether sure. it was the, you know, the age group that I was working with. I did a lot of work with um, young people and teens. Yeah. Uh, whether it was the area of the country, whatever region I was in, uh, whatever experiences they had had. I spoke in big cities and I spoke in rural Kansas in the middle of nowhere. I spoke in an inner city um, uh, alternative high school in inner city LA wow. once. So talk about intense, like toughest yeah. of the toughest crowd. And I, I mean that from that one in rural Kansas, I, many, many times I've been driving into these presentations going, I don't know how I'm going to connect with these people. I'm trusting. I'm just going to flow, you know, yeah. did all my preparation. And then I was just wowed by the response and the energy every single time. So Such good. amazing stories. But it was because of the energy that the that the people brought, you know. Yeah. So energy is really everything. Yeah. And you're just like encountering this on a on a daily basis, essentially, too. And I want to now kind of steer towards more, you know, today and there's been such a big change in kind of now we're not even having those encounters as much as, you know, doing those big groups or even day to day daily stuff where now you've switched to a lot of, you know, recordings Mm -hmm. and video chats Mm -hmm. and things like that. So how I usually start off with this question is how, how are you doing after or not even after during this COVID-19 and, you know, I want to know about like just just first off, like how are you doing health wise, physically and things like mm. that? Because I've said this to our previous guests, it sometimes feels like we're drifting away. We worry yeah. so much about others because we want to mm-hmm. worry about others. We want to worry about our families, the people that are elders, things that we're, you know, that we want to keep alive and around us. And yet sometimes we kind of forget ourselves a little bit yeah so I want to ask that first off how are you doing I love it it's such a good question I mean it's hot on my mind right now too because I was just doing a training in one of my groups um, just a couple hours ago about that you know tuning in seeing how you are doing right now it's so important Um, it's been a really interesting well it's been an interesting past couple of years actually I think Um, I did a lot of public speaking up until 20 18 really and then okay. in 29 and I launched my coaching and all of that yeah as well I went back into it after taking a small break doing another business and then in 2019 I actually went almost all virtual it was interesting hmm. so most in some way I think maybe preparation yeah for this interesting year <laughs> um, I was doing a lot of recording connecting my audiences my, my community is virtual and they're in that they are 
all over the world, literally. Yeah. People in New Zealand, Australia, Poland, uh, Germany, people in, as part of this community. So while I did go to Australia once in person two years ago, yeah. um, I a lot of the, the best way to connect with my people is online. So yeah. it was interesting. My coaching business was based online. And then when the pandemic hit, you know, the whole world flocked online. Yeah. And I really think a focus shifted whether people know it or not but focus really did shift to energy you know and the fact that we can still connect and influence each other and and we're having an impact on each other even though we're not in person Person, Mm -hmm. and one of the things that i've kind of been thinking about or kind of hearing through other conversations through podcasts is that you know there was a level of social aspect of like you know your physicality Mm -hmm. and like you said your energy there's something very important about like when you're face to face with someone like we are right now is that there's a level of like intimacy first Mm -hmm. off Mm -hmm. secondly like energy flow and back and forth and then thirdly just your non-subconscious actions Mm -hmm. um they all play part and the environment around you all play part to this, you know, kind of beautiful symphony that is just having a conversation that you don't have when you were behind a screen or that there's a box between you. Absolutely. I work with leaders, uh, primarily people Mm -hmm. who touch a lot of people. Yeah. And my work is helping them really understand that and tune into that, that you're always having an impact, whether you're saying anything or not. Your energy is rippling out certain messages, your nonverbal, your language. um, And it's about paying attention to that and then working with that to send out nothing's really good or bad, but send that, make sure you're sending out the energetic ripple that you're wanting to send, you know, what impact are you wanting to have? And I really think it became even more important to, to tune into your own power and your own presence in 2020, yeah. you know, because we didn't we didn't have this, you know, the beautiful physical connection as much. We had just a computer screen, but we could still feel each other. Mm-hmm. You know, it was really powerful yeah. to, to watch people kind of realize that and tune into how much could really be done without us being in person. But we had to figure out new ways to build that intimate connection, you know, when we weren't able to hug or, or shake hands as much. Yeah. And what and you know what's I find very curious and kind of interesting is that like you said in 2019 that you went digital mm-hmm. kind of strong what benefits did that bring to you especially when the market changed or something like business change and mm-hmm. people's insights change um what what kind of advantages did you have being that you were strongly digital on your end mm-hmm. it was interesting because I went from being really a a road warrior, you know, in the past decade to being home based and working in my own home a hundred percent of the time. It actually, I think helped me too in my process to become even more aware of my own energy. You know, I always say that we, we have a, a higher amount of learning and study of the very thing that we're supposed to bring to the world, you know? So I was, I was given even more opportunities to stabilize my own energy, tune into my own energy, what works, um, how to 
stay focused and grounded Mm -hmm. so that I could help others as well do that too. But um, I got an interesting case study, you know, starting in 2019 of what it was like to stay in one place and then just have people move in and out of my field. You know, I could tune into myself a little bit better and hone my own knowledge and information on that. So then I could help others do the exact same thing. That's awesome that you were, that you've kind of now streamlined the process. I, I kind <laughs> yeah, of, but yeah. if, you, if you kind of put it into words. That's well said, yeah. You are now at a streamlined process. What are you looking forward to now that it's kind of honed in a little bit? Where, I, I know that that kind of brings light to either yeah. more time um, for new opportunities and, or something else out of that opportunity yeah. as well. So I'm kind of kind of bringing light to what your what you've been hoping for for the past couple of for the future at least. Maybe it's something coming out of the pandemic. Yeah. You're a very good question asker. Well, thank you. You really are. Yeah, you ask some very unique questions. I'm loving it. And, and it's all because really honestly, I've I've seen that, like, I was taking a look, doing my research on <laughs> Yeah, you know? you've been studying. <laughs> you've been studying you... question asking, though, too. <laughs> and I know that you've been on other podcasts, so mm. I kind of want to, you know, switch it up on you. And, and really, I mean, a testament to you as a speaker, mm. I really want to just try my best to bring light <laughs> to more questions that you're not asked every day. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm loving it. I'm hoping I'm doing a good job. You're doing an amazing <laughs> job. I'm here for this. This is great. Awesome. Um, well, I, 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 for, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind to say is that I'm actually really grateful for the ability to have been very steady yeah. going into the pandemic because I was able to be steady for my, my leaders, my clients. Um, they were they're like I said, people who manage people. Yeah. So my clients were, I mean, the whole world was, but my clients were going through major changes in their businesses, um, having to, one of my clients had to close their business. One of my clients had to, you know, lay everybody off, fire everybody. Um, actually several had to close their businesses. So I was able to be a steadier energy Mm -hmm. for the community and for um, my specific one-on-one clients. Yeah. I did actually, I was holding a lot of calls for leaders, for world changers to help them. Um, A lot of world changers were actually very stable going into the pandemic too. They felt like, oh, okay, now it's my time to help others, you know? And so I was able to be uh, steady for them, just give them additional energy tips and things like that. So I was really grateful for kind of the, the little bit of a running start, a little bit extra road to prepare for that particular time. Yeah the beginning of, of all of this. And now I can feel, you know, the energy shifting. I'm, I'm looking forward to the energy of the new year, the energy of 2021 because of the awareness that people have now, Mm -hmm. there's actually a different level of awareness. People are more sensitive to each other. Mm -hmm. They are more sensitive to their own, um, impact as well their own energy and I think it's going to have a really positive effect yeah. on the world and on you know consciousness as I say because we're we can't help but be more aware of each other you know yeah when we went into the pandemic we were talking about it in terms of you know germs and things like that but I got I got very tuned into the fact that we were we were talking about impact and energy you know one person touches another person who touches five more people in a day and six more people you know positivity is that way too negativity is that way yeah but positivity is that way too you know so if you 
I always say energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transferred and, and it moves, you know? For sure. And so when you offer an uplifting um, piece of yourself or you offer an energetic upliftment to someone else that ripples out whether you know it or not they feel it and it has an impact in some way in their life right so people were really starting to tune into that yes albeit you know with with the you know the virus in mind yet I was going well also look at look at this everybody's aware too of how many people they encounter in a day that's exciting to me because then we're going to remember that moving forward too absolutely I hope you know I've been having these conversations with entrepreneurs for quite some time. And, you know, I get to I think we both we recognize and get to realize that where we see the ripple effects, we can kind of see how things ebb and flow mm-hmm. just by having conversations and just by encountering and and talking with the movers, the kind of big, you know, people who who make uh, a difference in other people's lives and mm-hmm. who have employees and things like that. For one thing, I I really do find myself just, you know, encouraged by that, by that quality of this time that a lot of people have had with their families, Mm -hmm. with themselves, Mm -hmm. um, you know, during this pandemic. And that's unfortunately because, you know, a lot of people were let go or a lot of people were, you know, in a time where they had to be working from home. All of those things, whether, whether that be true or not, it still gave you that time yeah. and it showed very harshly whether you wanted it to not whether, want, want, wanted it or not. It very showed who was able to make the changes mm-hmm. to better themselves. It showed people who had made the, the um, right choices to be prepared ahead of time. You know, it showed those things. One of the things that I always tried to, you know, Brittany and I always try and look at the silver lining. Mm hmm. And one of the things that I've always been, um, you know, just kind of a science guy, and I've always been one of those persons that wanted to bring together, um, you know, that feeling of positivity, but with, Mm -hmm. you know, science back behind it. I've been doing cool little, like, looking on research and, you know, the water levels are cleaner, you know, like the wa- the sound in the water, like fishes aren't being mm. destroyed by, you know, mm-hmm. sound quality, like sound erosion, um, you know, a lot of things like air quality, all of these bigger systems yes. from just people not being on the roads as much or, you know, people not being able to travel as much. All of these bigger systems had a moment to breathe or had a moment to function without these you know, hindering factors. I just hope that people understand that if the science, you know, or the numbers are there and you can see it with your own eyes, you can see, you know, things coming back to life or, you know, rivers being a little bit more, you know, higher up water levels. I just hope people recognize that and stay on that path of like, okay, I know that I make an effect on the world because I do this, and, you know, and if we all make, if we all stop what we're doing, if we all take a moment, you know, to stay home or if we all, you know, we can make a big effect as a human yeah. race. Yes. And so that was one of the greater things that I found out of this pandemic, that silver lining of like, wow, we do really make a huge effect on our world. And if we, can see it from just a few days of us being home or being with our loved ones and spending more time with each other. Who knows what 
we can do when we're making changes with with quality and with our mind like with our own choices who knows what we're capable I know. of i agree it, it, the ripple has been extremely powerful yeah in 2020 really showed everybody where you were where you were at mm-hmm. quite frankly you know 2020 was like a big mirror mm-hmm. for everyone to show you where you were sitting yeah whether you liked it or not whether it was pretty or not mm-hmm is another story, but it really did show that. And I guess it showed the rest of the world too, you know, how we were operating. And then now with this positive impact on the other side that just kind of happened, like you said, I really think it is going to help raise consciousness. And that's my jam. I get, I get, I get excited about that because I, I can see that it is happening and I have faith that, that it did happen to help us in some way, even though it, it really it was a, a sideways twist of events that maybe didn't always feel good. It was not positive the whole time. Mm-hmm. I do, like you say, um, see the positives in it. Mm-hmm. And that is where I sit too and, and hold that space and send out the, the positive yeah. positivity as well around it. Cause it's really, it's powerful when you, when you look at it through those eyes. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you this because you have a community behind you you know, one of the great things about being leaders in those communities is being able to hear the voices of those members mm-hmm. individually and kind of see what everyone is feeling like. And I want you had mentioned before you had seen your community kind of be prepared mm-hmm. for COVID and, and yeah. others, you know, having a hard decisions to make. When you hear those, how do you respond? Like, how do you how do you respond yourself to like, like you see the storm coming? You can, you're like you're like the lighthouse keeper. You are like you really are the lighthouse keeper because you see the storm coming and you can you can kind of feel a lot of changes, you know when that when those things happen. And I'm just kind of curious about yourself and how do you keep steady in the storm, so to speak, one day at a time. Okay. Like very that. humbly, <laughs> very humbly, hey, one day at a time, because um, things things never something I offer a lot to my clients is things never play out the way that we think mm-hmm. that they're going to play out the yeah. way that we think, you know, with our minds that they're yeah. going to play out. So it's best to prepare and stay present mm-hmm. and take it one day at a time, True. because, I mean, there's twists and turns yeah. every minute every day. <laughs> Absolutely. I always say true confidence is not does not come from knowing everything that's going to happen. True confidence comes from knowing that no matter what happens, I'm going to be able to handle it. Sure. You're going to be able to handle it because you've you've prepared, you yeah. know, everything you recognize too that everything in your life has prepared you for this time. Mm. You know, positive or negative, good or bad. Um it's obviously subjective, but you have been preparing because through it all you have you mm-hmm. and you know, you're going to be able to figure it out. Yeah. That's it. I'm, I'm kind of curious too, for someone like yourself, are there moments of, of course there are moments of doubt, but have they ever succeeded in overpowering you and overtaking you? Well, the wobbles are real. I was actually talking to my coaches and training about this today. It's not, the goal is not to not wobble, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, be a, you're a lighthouse. Yes. 
you may still sway in the wind. Mm -hmm. The goal is not to not sway. The goal is to know what that, that the sway is happening and how to get back to center, you know, because, because that's the other thing about this amazing community that I, that I work with there. They, they feel a lot, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's actually their superpower. They feel the, you know, mumblings, the rumblings, the inner workings so that they can assess and offer support because they feel so much because they feel so much too. Yeah. They tend to feel all the the waves and the and the things, and it can cause the ripples, you know, which is why we work on stabilizing your your energy so that you feel strong. But the again, the goal is not that you're not going to wobble, you know. Uh, the goal is that actually that knowledge that you're wobbling is helpful, and then knowing what to do to get back to center. center yeah, because yeah, being stiff actually. Like, you know, sails on a sailboat, you can tip over if you're not adjusting your sails. Yeah. So taking it one step at a time, one moment at a time is really important. Mm. And you, knowing, too, we're human. You're going to wobble. Yeah. You're going to have things that are going to confuse you, especially as you're expanding. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all going through massive growth here in 2020. Massive growth internally. Yeah. And, you know, we're being stretched externally, too, especially as leaders. And it you're it's uncomfortable. Growth is uncomfortable. Yeah. And again, it's not it's not it's not about making it comfortable. It's knowing how to love yourself through and um, stabilize yourself through that growth. Yeah. You had mentioned too that um, you know, this twenty twenty has been a big mirror on all of us. Mm-hmm. And I kind of the same goes for you. What I wanna ask you if you don't mind telling us. Yeah what the mirror showed you and what you hope to achieve, or I guess um, putting down as better in 2021. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It has shown me where I can be too open Mm -hmm. at times. It's taught me to lovingly set even more boundaries, um, protect my energy, protect my fields. And like, and like I said before, I, I believe that the thing you're meant to bring to the world the thing you're meant to offer, your gift is actually going to give you extra lessons in it so that you can be, you know, an expert. I call it PhD level certification. So <laughs> quite frankly, this year I got my own PhD level certification in energy, how to manage my own energy, how to protect it, how to protect my um my intentions as well. And I'm really grateful for those lessons, even though they were uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for those lessons because it helps me see, you know, what other people are going through too from another angle. Yeah. So then be able to offer tips and strength and and even more um information to help people better assess too where they're where they might be. Yeah. So I'm I'm just, you know, I'm t- like I said, taking it one day at a time and and yeah. humbled and and again if 2020 has rem- taught us or slash reminded us of anything (laughs) it's that we don't know what tomorrow will bring absolutely we have no idea but we know that you are going to be there (laughs) i'm going to be there yeah we know we've got ourselves you know is what i mean what no matter what tomorrow brings so then the question becomes okay how am i doing yeah what do i need yeah how am i feeling right now what do i need right this minute, not what am I going to need tomorrow? Cause again, you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Yeah. So, you know, through that change, um, 
as we navigate this change, it's about checking in with yourself and, and being with yourself in such a way that is, that is harmonious for you. I am going to go and steer this boat into what you do on kind of a, on a weekly basis. I mean, you are a podcaster. How do you, how do you, how do you record? What's your schedule like? Like, I want to know the kind of the behind the scenes sort of stuff. And, you know, how do you operate managing and your clientele and stuff like that? When, yeah. do, when do you sit down at the computer <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. I love it. I have Wednesday and Thursday are my heavy client call days. Okay. So I do back-to-back calls usually starting early for, for me, 7.30, sometimes 6 okay. in the morning, um, starting with clients all over. Yeah. And usually back-to-back, I do hour-and-a-half increments okay. so I can allow myself space to clear and space to recenter after each client. Yeah. Uh, so that's my Wednesday, Thursdays. Mondays are usually a planning day. Tuesdays are my meetings for the business. Okay. So I've got... a bunch of teammates and team members that help the operations for the community move forward. Um, and I've got programs and things launching. So I've got the, the operations meetings on Tuesdays <laughs> yeah, and then Fridays are my own filming day or my own, um, space to really create and flow. I call it Friday flow. Okay. Nice. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Hey, whatever works best for you. I always say. Yeah. And then Fridays are the day I have French fries. So oh, nice. Friday, Friday is Friday is my favorite day for many reasons. <laughs> Cause I get to my purposeful flow time set up now. And then nice. I get to have fries. I was going to ask you, what do you, what's your fries of choice? Mm, okay. So People ask me this question a lot and it's not a short answer. It depends on kind of what you're looking for. If you're looking for like a quick hit of French fries, like you just need like something like right then. Um, my two favorites are Shake Shack nice. and um, Five Guys. Okay. Like in a pinch, yeah. you know, and Shake Shack. It depends. Again, it depends. Shake Shack can be a little crispier, which I like. Yeah. And then Five Guys are usually a little softer, but yep. they do have some crisp to them different experiences because one's the crinkle as well one's the crinkle a, yeah the you other, asked the question so yeah, i'm the a other you can get cajun or non-cajun <laughs> right i usually don't i'm pretty sensitive to the spice so yeah i usually just get regular okay over at five guys and then those are kind of the quick ones yes and then if you want a more like decadent s- yeah sit down experience um i really am a big fan of houston's and hillstone french fries oh mm, nice yes okay and chelsea's kitchen yes i know where that one is too. and lgo oh okay lgo though lgo can be hit or miss like or not hit or miss it can be take or, or stay yeah but they're better when you stay because mm. then they don't have to sit in the bag okay but um I usually prefer those ones, you know, in the restaurant. So those are my, that's my long answer. It's not a short answer. People always say, okay. where, okay, fine. You where are the best fries then. Yeah. I'm like, well, it depends what you're in the mood for. <laughs> the quick you know? hits or, you know. The, right. The, you want to draw system. out your dining experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but I did, I, I, I did get to know in 2020, everybody's takeout procedures as well. And how the French fries did. Now, now I'm kind of <laughs> curious. Are you a, are you a like just the individual fry or are you like a sauce like do you need ketchup do you need a certain type of sauce what do you 
What's the yeah. What's the add-on to the fry? I'm a plain Jane. It's plain salt. Jane yes. Oh. No dips. Usually, um, what? I do. Okay, I left out one of my favorites. I left out green vegetarian. Okay. Um, their vegan animal style fries are really amazing too, and that's the only time I'll have them with anything. Okay. So that's the one. Thank you for that question because yeah. I remembered. I do like their their vegan Thousand Island sauce. But other than that, no, I want no sauce. I'm actually, I actually, I don't like to say hate. I strongly dislike ketchup. I I don't even like the smell of it. I know. I know. Some people say it's blasphemous. I, you know what? I'm just really sensitive, I guess. I just can't. No, it's okay. It's a consistency thing. Because for, you know, I'm the kind of guy, you'll hate me though, because I I, I love ketchup. Give me French fries and ketchup any day of the week. I will eat it. And I love it. Put it in front of me. Dip it. Slather it. Whatever it may be. <laughs> no, the, there's no judgment here. I actually appreciate my my friends who have the sauce because then they take it and it goes away and they eat the sauce yeah. and then I don't have to deal. <laughs> don't have to worry. Don't have to look at the waiter saying, right. ah, I don't know. Yeah. I want it. <laughs> Someone's going to have it. It's not going to be me. It's fine. I, okay. I'm very plain. I like the salt. That's okay. it. It's got to yeah, have a totally salt fine. and we're good. But I totally get it. I love that. I, appre- <laughs> I appreciate everyone in this dipping sauces, but I'm very, mm-hmm. very focused on just the actual French fry. Yeah. That's all I really need. Well, honestly, it's like for me, it's always ketchup and French fries. But it's like when I go to certain places, like certain restaurants, the ranch with the fries is where yeah. certain things get me. I'm like, oh, some places do it well. Other places <laughs> where I'm like. No, I'm good. I, this is not the ranch that I want with my friends. I know. I do like homemade ranch, but actually I do vegan ranch. I don't have dairy or egg. So I can tell you some good vegan ranch okay, out nice. there in the in the Phoenix community. But I have only I been, the regular. I've been a couple of times to green restaurant, mm-hmm. the vegan okay. and uh, Nami and, yep. and uh, just that area right there. That's the only place I've been for, they for have, vegans. They have a good vegan ranch. Um, the... Pizza Heaven Bistro uh-huh. in Uptown Phoenix as well. Heard of that. They've yes. got some good vegan. They have a great vegan calzone. Oh. Yeah, I eat vegan um, six days a week. And then one day a week now, I let myself have a little red meat. Okay. It's about once a week now. It's a very small amount. But my body told me, I guess that was like three, two and a half years ago, maybe almost three years ago now, that uh, to have a little meat now and then. Because I've been yeah. eating vegan f- for five years now. Gotcha. And my body said it needed a little meat every now and then. Yeah. So I let what's it have it, what's meat. What's it typically? Is it like a chicken or like, or no, red, red just meat. red. Yeah. yeah. I actually, I don't do chicken or um, turkey or pork. What, yeah. Like, it's so usually is it just, typically like a burger or is it like a. It's you. Yeah. It's usually a burger or steak. Okay. Once a week. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a very small amount though. So I don't, I usually don't yeah, even have the I, whole I thing. Like being, I'm, I'm yeah. making a little fist here. Yeah. It's very, it's just a couple ounces just yeah. to kind of ground me. But so the rest of the time it's mm-hmm. no, very strict, no dairy, no egg. So, um, wow. I like the vegan calzone at pizza heaven bistro in uptown. Okay. I gotta check it there. Out. Yeah. And they've got a good vegan ranch as okay. well. Nice. So Noted. there's my, yeah, there's my, <laughs> my vegan ranch options. Okay. Nice. All right. All right. This has turned into a food podcast. I'm so sorry, guys. Did not <laughs> see this coming. But that's what people want to hear about you personally. Yeah. You're the type of person that enjoys her French fries and very eclectic choice. Oh, 
in where you go. So there's yeah. a, I mean, there's an energetic reason for it too. Fries are actually very grounding. Yeah. Um, they bring, they bring me down. I'm up a lot, which is also why I do have the meat as well. Cause I'm, I'm up, I'm feeling a lot. Yeah. I'm very intuitive using, you know, my intuitive abilities to feel in a lot for my clients and for myself, for the community. Can I tell you, can I ask you something? Yes. Do you in the morning, do you like, or when you're on a long trip, um, like on a road trip or something, mm-hmm. do you go outside in without your shoes on? Absolutely. Around like yourself. Yes. Because yes. I've met a couple. Yes. Of, yes. So it's like I've met people. Like I've seen it on TV. I've met a couple. Of, the only reason I seen it on TV it was what's his name? It was for a show. Um, it was for Zac Efron's show on Netflix. Oh, I've heard of this one. I haven't. I haven't uh, seen it yet. A couple yeah, people have told me to watch it. He's exploring different like, yeah. energy fields. And Is this like, the one about water too? I think this one specifically was about water. Okay. Because they were going into different areas of like um, aquifers and, mm-hmm. and water. Yeah. So the guy was like teaching him. It's like this is what I do. Yes. It's like I go, I go out here, and then like he took his shoes off, <laughs> and he literally like they just you know sat outside or like you know stood outside, mm-hmm. and we're just like in front of each other for like a good five ten minutes and. I've met other people are like, yeah, I need to go. And like in my mornings I go for like in my yard and I just put my feet out in the grass and yeah, I just center myself. I, you know, earthbound myself mm-hmm. sort of thing. And I'm like, that makes total sense. Yes. It, it makes so much sense. Yes. That's a powerful way to ground yourself. And mm-hmm. you literally are connecting to the earth. Mm-hmm. It is a technique I do recommend to world changers, to leaders, um, it helps you literally bring your work, your energy to the earth. Yeah. It also helps you, you know, receive all the amazingness that nature has to give us. Yeah. There's so much, and I call them codes. You know, there's so many codes and magic in the in the world and in the actual earth. You know, like before we turned on the mic, we were talking about the power of the ocean. Yeah. You know, that's very similar. It's, it's that, that there's an, a vibe there. There's an energy there and it actually is very similar to, to you at your core, you yeah. know, you at your best, you and your highest. And, and when those two connect, there's an alignment that happens. It's like a tuning fork. Mm-hmm. So that's why people do it. So they go outside, they connect. It's like a, a tuning fork for, yeah. you immediately to connect to your own energy and again receive and give and and just be yeah. with the earth for sure it's a powerful technique especially if you are um somebody who's a creator mm-hmm. it literally helps you take your so you know your ideas your energy your business or whatever it is that you're bringing to the world it, it's it's here in your head first right yeah you know, you, you get inspiration from somewhere it comes into your head. And a lot of people, I, I, when I work with people in their energy, I see them not moving, literally not moving it out of their head. So it's staying in their mind, right? Their ideas, which is why the first thing I recommend is if you've got big ideas, you've got something you want to do, write it down because Mm -hmm. that literally with a pen, it literally is taking, you know, a pen and using your own power to take the idea from your mind and move it through your body onto a piece of paper. Right. So that's literally bringing it and creating it onto the planet. I think it also gives it purpose. Yeah. I mean, it, it literally, it helps remove it from your mind in such a way that allows for a flow. If that makes sense. And 
The same is true when you connect to the earth. It literally helps you, you know, if you just say thank you to the earth or you just say hello to the earth, even you're literally bringing your energy and attention to it. And it helps you, uh, especially if you have big ideas or I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and again, owners of companies and such. So it really helps you literally bring your idea to earth, to life, you know? So it's a powerful technique and, and, um, it, it has, layers to it of course but it's it's just a simple thing if you're looking for a way to really um set intention mm-hmm. you know with your day it's yeah. a great way to start the day yeah it is it is wonderful in all aspects to open yourself up to new opportunities new ways of thinking um and i feel like we did that today i feel Aww. like i feel like we've made those those right choices the right points in our conversation to ebb and flow with one another and yeah i loved it yeah and now we've reached the end and i okay. want to kick it to you one last time to let everyone know where they can find you in the interwebs where they can find you online i love it thank you um i instagram instagram is the new business card right so yeah. instagram is the um, easiest way to find me right now if you're on Instagram. I do have a Facebook group where I do some live free coaching and I do what I call Monday musings in there where nice. I sit on Mondays and I tune into what's going on and and just offer some tips. Um, and that's on Facebook. And I think you can search my name and just find that. Yep. And then, of course, my podcast, the Next Conscious Leader podcast is a way to hear me every week. If you want to hear what I'm bringing to the world with regard <laughs> yeah. to yeah. trends and leadership for um you know conscious leaders and world changers absolutely do you have any um any events down in in the works or is there something coming down the road that you can give us heads up for i do have an event coming but it's not until kind of the second half of 2021 okay we're we're we were but we were trying to do it in 2020 yeah um, but it wasn't it didn't come to fruition but We've got some things in the works for 2021. Nice. Um, I just, ooh, I just launched, we just launched the community. We launched our new World Changer merchandise. Yes, I got a, so. got an awesome <laughs> mug. I'm excited to share with uh, our our group and share on with Instagram. Yes. I am very excited. You're so um, cute. There's shirts, there's shirts and mugs, but to help, they're really designed to help you remember your own power, you know? Absolutely. We're all world changers. We all have the ability to impact each other and the world around us and it starts with you. So those little things are reminders of that. Yes. And before we go, ladies and gentlemen, you can hear every episode of this podcast at our website, findingarizonapodcast.com. And all of our social media is under Finding Arizona Podcast, where to find us. Last but not least, if you want to become a super fan, you can go do so over at patreon.com slash Podcast. There you will receive bonus content like our second podcast called Fine Examination. Hopefully Natalie... Natalie... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man i'm messing up guys it's been a, it's been a while um it's been a while since i've had someone in person Aww. with me so i'm still getting the hang of it uh hopefully you can join us for that bonus content we're just gonna ask you 50 questions it'll be fun i promise i love it my face lit up when you said yes. that i was like cool uh, yes i am very excited and uh you can hear that only at patreon.com slash finding arizona podcast with that we say good night to all of you listening kisses hugs and belly rubs good night y'all <laughs>